welcome to where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views, they are Welcome ladies and gentlemen to the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best but the views are amazing. I am your host this week, Coach K, and I am here with my three guys this week. Mr. Brett is out there changing diapers or something. I don't know what he's doing, but hey, glad you could listen to the show, buddy. But who I do have here today, I have Mr. Logistics, BJ. What's happening, sir? We all good down here in South Florida, baby. Okay, okay, okay. That's that's all you got for the people this week. That's that's what I got, man. I, I look, it's it's been a crazy week and a half, but I'm here. We ready to go. Trying to stay positive and move forward with all the crazy shenanigans in the world, man. Yeah, what, you mean, what, what you mean trying to stay positive, man? What is that about, man? When the, it seems like everybody on the outside, the outside forces be coming at you at one time, trying to change your attitude. Okay, okay. Be, I think we're gonna get in that a little bit later on too. So we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Also, this week, in his little uh, Yoda shirt, which his name is not Yoda, Groku. Is that his name? I think that's his name. Groku. Is it Groku or Groku? Groku. 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 Yeah, whatever. Roo. Um, <laughs> that's the one thing I, I think I did pick up from this. <laughs> this is the way, baby. This is the way. Yeah. Uh, on. What's going on with you, man? Man, I... Um, I almost didn't make it today. I almost didn't. I was laying on the floor. This headache came back again. Um, I think I'm trying to figure out now. It's definitely some kind of food uh, thing. So I'm going to narrow down the choices over the next two days and see if um, if it pops in. So we'll see. But um, right now I'm here. You know, still smiling, still enjoying myself. Um, but happy. Uh, happy to enjoy myself. But before... Before we move on to Diddy, I have to ask that if you are watching this on YouTube, please click the like button, subscribe. We're still trying to grow that base. We're trying to get to a thousand subscribers. So uh, help us get there. Your your subscription counts. Mm. All right, all right. Just like that. Something's different about your background today. I don't know what it is, but you changed something. Me? Yeah, you. Oh, just the camera. The camera's just zoomed in. The camera's <clears throat> okay. That's what it is. All right, all right. We can see more of the McDowell's crew. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Fresh, what's going yes, on? Yes, sir. Man, um, you know, has some new beginnings start this week, but we just in here doing what we do, staying. You know, me, I'm in a spaceship. That's right. I work for NASA. We out here, man. Okay. All right, that's all you got, man. Man, I ain't gonna lie, man. I've been, I've been, I've been in it, so I'm, I'm, I'm a little, you know, while I'm still fresh evaded, I'm a little tired, yo. So you know, up here in, it's low oxygen out here, and you know, you got to do what you got to do. But we still here, we still scratching. It's a vibing good time. Okay, how's that liquid? How's that liquid food? What liquid food? Oh man, we ain't got no liquid food tonight. <laughs> 
there's nothing better than uh, astronaut ice cream. Oh. That's the astronaut best. ice cream. Yeah, the free try ice cream you get from the science museum when you go. I think I've had that one time in my life. I, every time I go there, even as an adult, <laughs> just uh, let me get three of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Hey, let me ask y'all a question, Matt. So I was listening to, not even the radio. I was listening to Title the other day. Mm-hmm. Can you guys name three positive male anthems? Three positive um, male uh, anthems. Blown out by City Girls. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm about to say B's um, ain't S but O's and T's. Um, um, by the Dog Pound Gangsters. <laughs> J. J. Cole. J. Cole. I mean, he's not currently, but J. Cole's album probably has a bunch of them on there. Uh, probably. Wait, you don't even have to name a current one. Just name three. Middle Child. Who? Middle Child from J. Cole. That was pretty positive, I think. It's a positive male anthem, though. That's what you would say. Oh, there's like no something that, that like... Have you ever, has there ever been an anthem for a man other than... It's a man's world from Jane Brown. Like, what other anthems have there been for men? Uh, that's men. not even. That's not that's even a male man. anthem. Right. Exactly. So I'm. I'm gonna, I did it purposely because I was going to the woman's part. But is there any maybe contagious from our from Ron Ozzy? I don't know. There's not many male contagious. Anthems. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just throwing let's, out the random just, just anything, <laughs> yo. Throw to the wall. Throw to the wall. Must <laughs> move by uh, Young MC. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I was thinking about it today. I'm like, after you will know by what was it, United Black Men back right. in the day? Yeah. Yep. That's that's the only one I came up with. Tennessee. 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 Yeah. Why do you think? Why do you think that's a, a male anthem? That's well, it's not that it's not I mean, a happy song. song. It, exactly. Yeah, you're just thinking of that's like saying all right, but all right isn't a male anthem. It is a positive song, but it isn't a male anthem. <laughs> I guess we don't really have any because we don't technically end up in the But I don't think I don't feel like we we think in that um in that direction. Great. Like great like I don't you know what I mean? I've never Ah, I, got I can't. One. I got another one. Uh, what can a brother do for me? Yeah, is that it, was Tank. Yeah, like Tank yep, yep. Whoever. Well, was that was around college. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah. T T T T G or whatever their name was. Yeah, that was R L. R L was the other one. Yep. There you go. But what was um? Was that an anthem? That's was that was that best man. I mean that was. That's the best. That's the best that he can do. That's all best we got. man. <laughs> I'm really trying to think. Yo, if anybody out there listening, just drop some in the comments. <laughs> but that's what I was. What I was gonna say is, I don't. I don't feel like we think in um, anthems as as much as we think in themes, right? Because I feel like I'm more of the, the moment that I need that song for. So it's like a theme for that moment. I don't feel yeah. like I ever really think about it and like hey this is the all us guys let's get together and you know do the guy dance there's like nothing i mean but it's just sad though i mean when you think about uh female anthems there there are so many what a man but i I feel like they think like that what a man not for us to sing but it's about us and it's uplifting 
Man, just, don't get your please don't get your mic cut off tonight, sir. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that headache's still going on. <laughs> if you tear that part of that song apart, it's about attributes and things. It ain't about exactly. Yeah, man, it's not in the an anthem. It's not man an anthem. Mirror. That's that's, that's that's like the man in the mirror. I don't think so. I mean, mm. no, man. So like, what a man is like the. I got one. What a man is like one. the precursor to um to soldier, from Destiny's Child. This is very true. Um, uh, one man can change the world. Big Sean and uh, not, and Kanye West. Can change the world. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of something that's just like for us though, like, like you know, it's for us. Okay, okay. Hope you guys are ready. I went ahead and you know everything deserves a what a good Google baby. What you got? I try to he's tell y'all heavy. this. He's first not off, heavy. He's my brother. First off, um, I just want to tell everybody, and I try to reiterate this as much as possible. Yo, understand Google is an amazing resource. While you do have to check your facts, it is still an amazing resource all the same. You can do, learn, and create a lot through Google. Boom. The more you know. Um, well, anyway, man, we gotta Google it. Just the fact that we have to Google it. Is, is a problem. Yeah, I'm about to say I'm it already is. Now. I'm digging right now. I'm like, oh man, they got our killer in here. Well, I can't, we can't. So I am on goodmenproject.com and it actually says finally dot 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 the top 10 male anthems. Now we will see how melanated these answers will become. <laughs> what is funny though, we're going to go ahead and go through the top 10, but what is actually hilarious, guess what's number 10? Actually, one that Carol already named, You Will Know by Black Men United. Number nine, we have My Way, Frank Sinatra. Number eight, YMCA by The Village People. Young Heck man. No. Hey, hey, it's technically young man. That's interesting. <laughs> um, number seven, Freebird uh, by good old Leonard Skinner. Uh, number six, Man in Black by Johnny Cash. Number five, Manish Boy. I'm a man. I'm a man. Bo Diddley, Muddy Waters. Um, Eye of the Tiger. That's interesting. That's an interesting uh, thumb yeah, there. I, I, I like. I like that. One. I like that one. I like that. Yeah, like I, I kind of like that. Okay. Um, you got another thing coming, Judas Priest. I'm sure I've heard that, but I, it's definitely not. Um, I don't know. The boys are back in town, Thin Lizzy. Um, and we are the champions by Queen. So as wow. you see, there were what one one melanated uh entry on there? Yeah, but those are aren't those the aren't they like, weren't bad songs. They weren't they were bad. bad songs. They're all like they're, they're, they're they're all not anthems, bad songs, but... anthems. Not anthems like for a man. Anyone that could be anyone's eye of a tiger or anybody could be a champion. So it's not like all right, so, so for girls. I, I, got, I, I got one more list, and then we go. We gonna move on. Um, this one is actually um, not bad. A little bit more recent. Where's um, it from? It's manofmany.com. I'll just go through the top ten. It's actually a top twenty-five, but uh, number ten, Mississippi Goddamn by Nina Simone. Um, number nine, and I don't know that I've ever heard this song, but it's Black Man by Stevie Wonder. Man, check that out. 
Uh, number eight is This Is America, Childish Gambino. Uh, number seven is a song called Took the Children Away by Archie Roach. Don't ask me. I don't know. I was say, who is, do, do y'all, who's Archie <laughs> Roach? Do we know any other Archie Roach songs? I don't know whoever says not, not to my knowledge. All right. Uh, this list is terrible. Uh, number six is Baltimore by Prince featuring Aaron Allen Kane. I haven't even heard, and I've heard a plethora of Prince in Baltimore has not been on one play. Right. <laughs> uh, number five is Hell You Tom Bout by Janelle Monet and Wonderland Records. Oh, it's her new album. That's her new album. Okay. Uh, number four is Freedom by Beyonce featuring Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> number three is F the Police by NWA. Hardcore male anthem. <laughs> uh, number two is Fight the Power by Public Enemy. I was going to say that had to be next. <laughs> and number one is A Change Is Gonna Come, Sam Cooke. Uh, who published this list? Uh, man, listen, I don't know who these people are, man. Manofmany.com. That is, I guess, oh, I A. Guess they made it, I guess they made it 25 powerful black anthems you need to listen to right now. Oh, okay. Oh, that is not, yeah, that, that is not. Yeah, oh. so. I'm very curious. Well, it's A. I do want to hear this be. Stevie Wonder Black Man song, though. I just pulled Shoot, it I want to put uh, Prince Baltimore on the list, too. Right? <laughs> And what you what what I'm talking about? What what was it? What, what I'm talking about? What, what was that joint Archie? Somebody what what you talking no, about? No, no. What, what I'm talking about was the um that was the Janelle Monet song. Oh, excuse and, me. And, and, and talking about is just the way I said it. That's how it's spelled. Talking about. <laughs> talking about. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I, I, love I guess it. could we could we do Jadena's uh, Hell to the Chief? Maybe. It, it didn't make anthem status, but the the song was about uplifting yeah um that's what i was gonna say too though is what is the criteria in a and then b can a man anthem be sung by a woman no i don't think so because i'm trying to think of any woman anthems that are sung by men uh well, most of the ones that are sung by men for women are more about loving you, but not, they wouldn't, they wouldn't be, no. it wouldn't be like, I'm going to go to the stadium and, and it's going to blast it out big time. Right. Except the James Brown, that's about the only one they could play. Yeah, when he, this is they, sad. This is but, just sad. Yeah. I'm sorry, listeners, if y'all are out there bored, but really, I mean. <laughs> you know, I'm, most of them are probably thinking like, oh man, this guy be I women. don't think it's sad. Because again, I don't think we think in that those terms. I I feel like it, it isn't like there aren't songs that celebrate males and you know what I mean and celebrate us and 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 bring us praise. But I, I just think that a again, I think it goes back to what are the criteria of what we're dubbing an anthem because I just don't feel like us as males think in that same spirit as females do and what they want an anthem like what an anthem is for them and what you know what i mean what they use it for like i just don't feel like we as males like think in that same spirit you know what i mean where it's like all of us want to get together and again like that's 
when I think of a female anthem, like that's the vibe I get on like, yo, a bunch of girls want to get together and, you know, have the little girl power and they're going to do a little yeah. Beyonce dance or something. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, I just don't see us in that spirit. Not that it's um, anything wrong with, but it's just like our, again, I feel like we go back to themes where it's like, we're like things, it just never happened. But I think it's right, because of that. We don't think in that sense. We don't think in that sense. Tupac, Tupac, what? But, Tupac. But again, it's not it's not gonna be the group huddle up. It's gonna be more the uplifting. What 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 song does Tupac have? When he, <laughs> he had to have one one either the first album. You know Art just and, likes to throw no, stuff out there and hope no, that no, like, no, it's gotta be. Fashion. He has he, he has keep your head up and, and that's for women. Yeah, no, but then there's changes. That isn't really uh that's that's like some like Male, that's, that's like, like life uplifting. Uh, just baby was for girls. Um, uh, I get around. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <Changing> topics. <laughs> All right, listen. Uh, for the listeners out there, if anybody has a, a positive black male anthem, uh, please uh, put that out there for us. Um, <laughs> a positive uh, any male anthem. Throw um, any of them out there. Yeah, if you have one, please put it in the comments or send it Free to Freebird! Freebird! Do something with it, please. Put it on the iTunes comments, something. We we, we need something, and, and we're going to play a, a little bit of it next week. Uh, Three seconds. Like, like, exactly. Like, five seconds. seconds, that's it. Well, yeah. actually, uh, we'll all hum a piece right. of it. Right. Selection. <laughs> Better yet, if there's somebody out there that's a musician... Hey, exactly. You want to write a song? It could be our theme song. We'd love to have it. Hey, I'll tell you what. If I'll create a, a a male anthem, we will make it the thirteenth uh, floor intro. How yep. about that, Jack? Yep. Believe that. Real talk. Real talk. All right, fellas. I want to talk about something else um, that I think we all go through. So, all of us, you know. Yeah, all of us at this point have some sort of nine to five. Um, and it's really interesting how you you have a nine to five and you're working and they create these these goals and, and these things that you need to do to get promoted and these things that you need to grow and develop. But at the end of the day, I don't know about you guys, but I still find myself being limited as far as what I can actually do and push and accomplish working in my nine to five. Is that, is that something that you all feel like on a daily basis? Yes, sir. I think you're on mute. Uh, sorry. I had an attack by both of the, both of them came in today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, no, I think and I heard this from, um, a hopefully if you're listening a new mentor that um we no one's going to do for you and no one's going to promote you you have to go out there and and have people see that you're promotable and it's not just about hard work it's about being being in places you should be and where the conversations are happening which is not something we're taught we're taught to work hard Put her head down, get the results, you know, do what you gotta do, go above and beyond, work past nine five o'clock, work until nine o'clock, do what you gotta do. But nowhere to ever say, make sure you're on the sixth floor 
or the 13th floor to understand what people are talking about general conversations. When a promotions, when they open, ready to open a new job up or a new position, before it's posted, they already have an idea who they want and a mindset for it. And it's probably the people that was on that floor during general conversations, then there's the people who are actually gonna apply for it and go through an interview, interviewing process. And that stuck to me pretty hard that that was crazy that never thought about it in that mindset, that being in the room is just more important than than being outside and giving results. But you know what? I don't even know if it's being in the room. I, I think it's the people that obnoxiously promote themselves. At least they seem obnoxious to me that are constantly yapping at the mouth and talking. And, you know, it could be something as, oh, did you see how hard it rained today? Right. <laughs> and mm -hmm. it's like, are you serious? Like, that's something that you really said out your mouth, but they're remembered. Yeah. Right. They're, they're I mean, the idea stillers too. People that go through and just get ideas from everyone else and then present it themselves like it's theirs. Those people tend to get jumped up, but you see the you see well later on you see that they have no value because they have nothing to steal. But that getting them there is what they grab from just stepping people's necks, which is crazy, but it it works. Um, we we call that failing forward, and it is one of the keys to um corporate America currently and the reason why you have so many businesses that wind up being in these weird stagnant spin cycles because they have all of this upper management who has no clue really how things work and are making all of these crazy assumptions because they really never knew or understood what really goes on in the trenches and it's you know it plagues a lot of companies all the time because of that exact thing where people are, are hiring because of schmoozing and because of just because, oh, well, he was the person I remembered and, and was first of mine, all right, whatever. He went ahead and asked for it, forget it, whatever. We'll go ahead and give it to him. And really they have no true qualifications besides that they asked for it um, and we're just in the place. But ultimately I think it's always, people don't, no one understand it. It's no different than high school and college, man. Like, like getting into corporate America and to, to really like a, a, a real business field, you are going to have that same uh, issues that you had, you know, facing in, in high school and in college. You know, there are cliques. You have to learn how to network and associate better, um, understanding who's the, the, the right person to talk to about the right things, um, not getting caught up with the, the, the wrong chatty Cathy. Uh, too early, you know, mm -hmm. all of those things that can either be detrimental or huge helps. If you find the right person who can, um, you know, kind of show you the shortcuts, give you the real lay of the land versus if you get in there and, and you wind up um, befriending the, the office jerk and you don't realize they're the office jerk. And then all of a sudden you realize you're you're being outcasted, but it's just you're guilty by association because like, well, we don't like to hang out with Frank. He's weird. You and know that what I mean? that will stick with you whatever the negative conversation can stick with you for a long time depending on who is at leadership um i remember a time when we would have reviews um for people and leaders had not seen this person for years but they still remember oh yeah no that that gm or that so-so yeah no they can't be promoted because they they're not they're not friendly with this or they're not you know they don't mm -hmm. follow through and that was 10 years ago and the person has grown but that it doesn't ended. matter and no one tells that person this is the problem. Yep, that's what's so crazy. They think that they're going good, and they're always just pigeonholed. They're stuck. In that well, they, yep, they have no understanding of, yo, no, it's this one thing. 
And and the funny thing is, nine times out of ten, they corrected that thing that nine years ago. Yep. But there was um, no type of tracking to understand that they, you know, did get that piece. That's one thing um, that's interesting. I'm finding now my new spot is they have a lot of educational pieces and access to that kind of stuff. But I know it's also all involved in being able to track and be kind of, oh, well, I see that you uh, did take this module. So you should have been able to do X, Y, Z and be able to, you know what I mean? But at the same time, it is good. It's a... Um, it's a double door, but it's good to have, you know, the accessibility to get some understanding. But then knowing that you do have, you know, Big Brother's eyes looking and being able to, you know, mm -hmm. hey, well, I saw it says that you went through this. So uh, you should know X, Y, Z and you you should know not to do this. Well, so so hold on. So I want to let BJ jump in real quick and then and then I, I want to narrow this down a little bit. Like like we we, we went a little broad and I want to bring it down a little narrower. But go ahead. So the, and I think all that goes back to you can be the hardest worker or bring the best ideas to the table, as Art was saying, though, and be out on the bottom floor, be the worker. But if whoever's over you is not a mouthpiece for you or they're talking about whether something happened, if that in that situation Art just mentioned, like if it's 10 years later and nobody's speaking up for this person, shame on their shame on their director or their supervisor yeah. who's there because now that's your that's your duty. And again, I think back, a lot of stuff I learned from principals, I learned a lot of stuff to do and a lot of stuff not to do, right? Um, by some of the leadership I had, but I had some great leaders as well in the school and in the school systems. But when you look at it, the, the most effective people were the ones who understood what the individual goals were of their subordinates and then promoted them to make sure the, um, that they had a pathway to get to the next step. Um, they may not be the gatekeeper to get there, but they sure enough put a word in for that person. They sure enough um, told you like, look, if that's what you wanna do, you need to talk to this person or you need to expand out of just doing this and go to more of this leadership role or do more technical things. This is how you build yourself up. This is how you build your resume. And oh, by the way, I'm gonna go to bat for you here. You don't know I'm setting you up for this, but just trust me what I'm doing. And if you find yourself in an organization or a situation where that's not happening, that's where frustration comes. And again, that's where I'm at right now. When you don't have anybody who's pushing for you, supporting you, or backing you up for the things you've been doing for years, and all of a sudden it's um, changes in leadership and, and things like that across the board. But when you do that, that's when people fall behind and like not motivated to do anything anymore. Is but this you crazy? Before you go, okay, it's, it's crazy that I'm feeling very similar things that you had somebody backing you, you were doing the right thing, you were going through the path, you're going, and then all of a sudden, the people who were doing that have vacated. And the people who come in now don't, they know of what you do, they don't know you, so they I'm, have their own crew, but they're moving the right way up. And hearing history has nothing to do with living it. And so that's always exactly. the biggest thing. It's it, there's no nothing that can um that is stronger than people who actually experience and know who you are, like yo, have seen you work through situations at work, have seen and, and really know like the little crazy stuff that you've been able to do as opposed to just the paper. Yeah, he's been here, you know, ten years and and, and yeah, he's he's moved up from everything. Like, unless they really know, you can never truly be able to, to carry that impact 
through through all of that management but that's why i always advocate like yo you have to push to get your own because that it is designed that way it is designed that way to ensure that you are not going to to be able to you know what i mean you have to either move on to something else and 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 carry that you know the do the five ten year game where it's like yo every five years i just bounce to a new company because it is what it is or it's just you're you're dealing with that issue because of management go ahead here's here's where i want to go so my issue with the line that we're that we're on right now is that as a people we wait to show who we really are when we're about to quit yes or when we have another job line and the problem is is that we wait too long before we we look to move right so we may get in and we may have that one person that we talked about that advocates for us and most of the time, the commonality is that that person ends up moving along. They leave the company. They don't even like go to like a different department or a different state or relocate. They leave the company. And mm-hmm. to me, that's the red flag that we always miss. We seem to look at this person and feel like they're reflecting the culture of the company, but no, they are not an anomaly to the culture, right? And that's why they were looking out for us. And then they leave. And we sit there thinking, oh, okay, well, they were doing it. So, yeah, I can probably get to that spot and blah, 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 blah. But no, that's not the case. They were something different to what the culture actually is. And if we spend time earlier in our careers, if that's what we're going to do, if somebody comes and educates us and says, hey, no, 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 no. Don't sit around here for three, four or five years thinking that the thing is going to be different. Go out there and find the company that you are actually a cultural fit for and that will treat you right. And the culture is there to enrich what you have and develop who you are. Right. Don't sit here trying to wait and figure out and, oh, I got to go behind this back door over here and knock three times to talk to this person for them to give me the secret blueprint. No, you shouldn't have to work that hard. Go find someplace else where the environment is set for what you really want to do. Well, it's it's we aren't um, again, we've discussed this on the show. We we are are designed and we're built for you should be happy you have any job. And so don't don't you dare. You know what I mean? Look and be sourcing for anything else until you've pretty much, you know, exhausted the opportunity is there. When in reality, we should be consistently um, looking in sort, you know, pretty much it, we should always be validating our own worth you know what i mean and it's something that we don't do enough period but in the process for instance in me interviewing um for the new position i just got i literally probably only spent a total of 25 to 30 minutes talking to these people um and when i uh later on um and this is all my interviews combined later on when i went and did research on glassdoor i'm making at least six grand above what Glassdoor says is the top of their, you know, their salary cap right now. And it's only validation to me of understand, damn, you know, all my experience and everything I've done actually does have weight in me living through it and it being my own. I always take it for granted, but it was 
amazing to see the validation of like oh wait a minute like yeah no nah, man what you've done does mean something i think that us as a people period we always get caught in the thankfulness of just having a position and not understand like no they they didn't like you deserve this position it was for you already that you're not um don't need to be in such a uh hat in hand feeling like you have the right to yo every three to five years minimum you should be looking and kind of seeing what's out there and putting yourself out there in 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 getting to know uh the understanding of what people say about what you have to offer so you know it's funny like the the whole thing is set up it just in a very interesting way right so glass door um the people that get on glass door they're leaving, right? They're leaving. They're, they're not the happy people. <laughs> they don't get on glass door because they're happy where they're at, right? The happy people that are like, oh, this is the best thing ever. They're not looking for the door, right? They're, 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 they're happy. They're not getting on there. And the, the crazy thing about glass door, right? Like if you really want to get into like, um, you know, the reviews and everything on glass door, you got to drop info about where you are currently. Oh, yeah. Right. To really get access to it, yeah. uh, yep. which I've always thought is funny, but um, taking it a step further. What does it take to change this? How do we go from we're sitting there in most cases, we're not getting paid our value. But we're adding a whole lot of value to somebody else. How do we break out of that? Because I watch these other folks and they don't worry about the fact that they got a car note or that they got a mortgage like they'll file bankruptcy in a heartbeat and start all over and, and let's run it again it won't, yo it won't bat an eye like it'll be whatever meanwhile we sit here and and feel like if we have to file bankruptcy like we might as well like kill our children and like reset everything like it, it's it's that's conditioning yeah that's but that's to be there because we as I'll say as males, but especially as black males, if, if again, I'm thinking from the family perspective, just think even just from dating and being provided, like if you can't do that or everybody's talking now, like, okay, so in the dating, what's your credit score, thing like that. So is what you, what you bring to the table, that's a, it's a status thing, but it's also a, a, your, your future is, is kind of being determined by that, right? by those in your immediate circle. So it, it's being validated. Again, the jobs that parents push you towards, um, the the lack of motivation to go out and, and seek anything else, those type of things are how we're evaluated. And again, to be successful as a, as a black male, what does that really mean? Well, success has many different definitions, but a lot of it is how much you make, how bring to the table, and what you're able to do in some in a lot of instances what you're able to flaunt and that's where we get other people aren't aren't built that way they're not taught that way they're, they don't see that on a regular basis listen go back to where we started right what what are the songs that 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 big us up that that validate us right the songs are where they talk about the positive image of a black male. Oh, he got a job, he drive a nice car, and he wear nice clothes, and he don't live with his mama. Yep. Yeah. T tell me one song about a white male that you heard that that was the criteria. 
Mm. Crickets. Right. So so when you look at it now, those are the things in our head. Oh man, if I'm gonna be a positive image of a black male, I can't lose his job. I can't be out here struggling because then I'm I'm not I'm just not a good black male. And it's almost that's, like that's a stigma that we hmm. we wow. we take to heart too. So let let somebody tell you you ain't shit as a black male. And and that's how that's how it comes out most of the time, right? Mm-hmm. That cuts deep. I don't care how much any of us say yeah. from the right person, that cuts deep. Oh, Even absolutely. if you know you ain't shit at the time. If you go out there, if if I would have came to you guys and said, hmm. name three songs that degrade the black male. Now, don't get me wrong. Look, ladies, don't come for us because I already know what y'all are saying. How many songs are out there? They talking about be, hold, this, that, the other. Mm-hmm. I get it. But I think there are songs to counter that. And, and we don't have that at all. Wow. So now you get into, not only are you struggling to project your identity because look, there are so many things about us that are valuable that get uh, conveniently activated or allowed in the workplace, right? Um, So we're being held back there or kind of suppressed, let's call it. Mm -hmm. Um, But then on the other side of it, we got something pushing us the other direction of, no, you need to deal with this because you need to provide and you need to be a positive image and y'all ain't been doing nothing. That's what I did when I started this in my hand. I, I, I think you, you're, you're, you're right. And I, I, I don't want to diverge at all because I think you're, you're on the okay, path. And I'm just trying to think of how we can fix this because your original question was, what can we do? Um, yep. now and I think for any listener listening they're trying to also figure out what can they do and just from my recent experience just from what I learned recently you got to reach out you can't be afraid to, to reach out I personally thought oh well I'll just do I'll do this or I'll do that I'm not going to do anything crazy because why would I do that or you know why am I push the bar but no I had to go up and say I need I need to know what's going on I need some support I need some help um, who can I speak to? And that led to many different conversations. And yeah, people are, are advocating for you and that's what they're, you're being told, but I didn't see it. And and a mark that happened was a promotion that I thought I was surprised by. And then the worst thing could be is be surprised by a promotion. Very happy for the individual that was promoted. Thing was great, but I thought like there was not even an opportunity for me to, opportunity for me to even interview even though i wouldn't take it because it's just not in the, the region i need to go in but that experience say hey this is what you need to work on this is what's missing was i felt was stolen and in order for me to get that back get my own motivation back i had to go out there and say i'm not going to just sit here and and let it happen so you said earlier that we tend to do our best when we are, are almost out the window is also a mindset where you feel like you do your best and you get Est on, or you get pushed aside and realize that, oh, I'm being overlooked. Now, great. Well, either I'm going to ABC go out there and do something different, or I'm going to see what's happening here and move up this chain, but something's going to happen. And I'm giving myself this time frame. And I think that's the hardest thing for us to do is to say, by this time frame, I am done or I'm up. And when you, when you can say it to yourself, 
that's when you know you move forward with it, but you have to put yourself in a position where you're back in control again. If you're not in control, then you're just kind of going through the motion. And I personally struggle with, well, do I just stay where I am? Do I just stick status quo? I'm happy. My wife is doing big things. She probably has more potential. Just in her role, she does what she does to bring in a much bigger. I can maintain here and keep our family good and everything be able to do things. Or do I say to myself, no. I can move up and hire someone to come in and watch the boys while I'm working doing so so. So you have to look at yourself and see what it is. I think that was the hardest thing I had to look at and see because that took some time. Like I really just sit down and think and and had to sit by myself and sleep. And you know, you guys know I I, I get inward and I come back out. I'm at the out stage now where I'm like, well, listen, you know what I do, you know what I can do, and I bring massive value. And I have people throughout all the country that show my value. You may I know it here, miss or, or sir, but everybody else outside knows that. And the minute I walk out that door, if I do, you'll see what you let walk away. Mm-hmm. Right. It, 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 man, I think that's the aggravating part is that we, we, we hold on to comfortable once we get there because we're not used to being comfortable. Right. Right. Until we get to that, to this point, it's, it's almost like, look, we struggle for everything that we got. And then, man, I got here. I'm comfortable. Why disrupt that? But there's so much more probably past that, that, that comfortable part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we're just there. And like, like, even for you, like you just said, Oh, my wife is capable of so much more and blah, blah, blah. And I'm, yeah. I can just be here and just, well, how much more are you capable of? Right. Right. Exactly. And, and, and then why do we even get into that point where we, we start to measure ourselves? like, well, man, exactly. Why does that have to be the measurement? Why isn't it just like, um, again, it, 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 you should always have the upper hand. And that's the thing is like, we don't, we don't validate ourselves enough, period. We don't understand our value enough. We don't realize like, yo, that meeting there's absolutely, you shouldn't even like, cause at the end of the day, they don't care about that conversation. And that's the thing is like, they never do. It doesn't matter how much you put into a cup. Once they're there and they're over you, it doesn't matter. They're over you. It doesn't matter what you've done. They don't care. You can come and say that, that great speech and, and have 300 other people <laughs> advocating for you. And they're still just like, whatever you're under me. It doesn't matter. And so it's like, yo, it, we should always move in that spirit of like yo you should immediately be looking at other positions and other places because i guarantee you'll make damn near double the money right now doing the same thing that you do somewhere else just because somewhere else will no one understand that value more externally than they do internally because you're taken for granted after two to three years no matter where you're at unless you own it that's uh, that's the factor right there you are period Taking it for granted. That's what it is. And especially as a um, as a, a, a minority male who um, can navigate the system, you are 100% taken for granted. That it is like once you get into like they, they, they know and have that comfort with you, you are, are, are taken for granted. And they are using you because 100% you are working. You, you've had to work so much harder just to gain that 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 comfort yeah. that your what you your knowledge base and what you know and what you can do 
is so far past like people who are in positions two to three levels above you mm-hmm. just because of what you've had to do experience and who you've had to schmooze with and you know yeah. get by with that it just it creates a whole different flow but because most of the time those people in those upper levels are not on the same um plane of of you know they're most of the time they're not they're not minorities you know what i mean that where they don't have that same understanding of where you come from how you've done it that it it still will never resonate and again it just leads back to they don't care it doesn't matter how long you've been there and that you've got other advocates in the office because it's still just like it doesn't matter my job here is for numbers of this and i need to get more of these numbers and mm-hmm. this is what i'm going to do and that, that's the frustrating part too but, uh, when you're in those scenarios and you realize that lack of diversity, lack of understanding um, of what you put, what you put in, what you bring to the table, that. Um, but then in the midst of all that, everything is going on in the world. You're still like the the token, like, oh, you're, that doesn't bother you. You, you. That stuff doesn't affect you. How dare you bring that stuff up? Um, like, and I do too. Like, you have no idea just because you, you're from your privileged stance. You don't determine that, or because I because I quote unquote have arrived in your opinion, which I'm mm-hmm. still climbing. You may think this is oh he's he's maxed out. We we've got the best like nah, dude. I'm still climbing. I'm mm-hmm. still trying to pave way for other people to come. But mm-hmm. when you don't understand that, um, and it goes back to the whole diversity and inclusion conversation in the in a company as a whole. I know I don't want to go down a rabbit hole either. But when you get there with those people at that higher level they just see you as the one who made it or the one who <laughs> that doesn't apply to. So how dare mm-hmm. you bring these things up about the workplace or or tell us how we're doing something or we're not doing something. Yep. You're the that exception, not the rule. At, at, at stuff. Listen, that's a whole nother conversation. I, I, I had to let them know. I was like, hey, look, the problem is when we say diversity and inclusion, y'all just think of black people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and diversity and inclusion is so much bigger than just black people like it's not just about people it's about ideology it's about thought it's about backgrounds it's it's about so much more than just black people but that's what you immediately jump to because that's what you're guilty of mm, that's what we're as an entity is guilty of yeah right it may be individual but as an entity is definitely what they're guilty of um yeah, man. Wow. Wow. He got me riled up now. And I was watching BJ. BJ was, was, was low key. Like he was getting angry. Like I watched him like he was sitting back. <laughs> <and he's> like, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I think, I think I'm going to, I, I want to reach out to uh, someone who I know is in HR. Um, I'm going to reach out to her and see if we can get her on the call for next week. Um, because I think it'd be great to have somebody talk about this uh, from a outside looking in perspective perspective. Um, and what we can do, um, she, she run multiple large companies and now does her own thing and um, coaches. So I think it'd be kind of cool to bring her on to see. I'll, yeah. I'll talk to her and see maybe two or three weeks from here. So if you listen to this, maybe two week drop now, three weeks. But I want to eventually, I promise our listeners, I'll get her on here. Well, remember, so we had um, we had Caitlin on here. Yeah. Yep. Remember, she was talking <laughs> about HR. Yeah. Um, and things from her perspective and things that she sees. And, you know, it's just funny, man. It's like, I feel like we use our, or they use, somebody uses our own people against us that they know are, are comfortable and they've been there for years and they come talk to us to be like, hey, man, you're doing good, man. You know, don't, just hang in there. Just hang in there. 
Man, how long you been hanging in here? <laughs> in in this same position. Like, don't, don't. Listen, you know what I think got me on this now that I think about it? And, and so we came up with a new way that we're going to do training. Um, we're going to use podcasts, right? Um, and they're releasing these podcasts. I get a text message. Hey, man, did you hear that podcast? And I'm like, nah, man, these people need your help real bad. <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> I bet they do. <laughs> and you know what? But don't give up your talents without getting paid. Period. Right. Period. I was about to say, I, I bet they do. And I bet you that the number that I'm going to write down on a piece of paper for them to get that that bad help that they need, mm-hmm. they're going to put a bad taste in their mouth. Yep. That, Yo, that's look- I'm finding too. Like that's, again, we, we're taught to do your best to strive. But again, you give 150%. Forget 110. Like you go through because you have to prove yourself, right? Yes. But then you sit back and look like we talk about go back to what you give, your salary and things like that. But people don't appreciate that so but then at that same time you've already shown what stuff you can do so if you pull back it's like now you're slacking but no it's not even about slacking it's about the feeling that you get when you say you know what man let me just do a hundred percent for a couple days now i feel like oh man i'm about to get fired yep. <laughs> Preach. yep and you are still doing more than everybody else and you still are left with that more. feeling of just uh, like dag i don't feel like um they got to be on me on something like i don't know if i'm man let me go ahead and this is weird but it it is it is built that direct way <laughs> that's, that's, that, right. let me tell y'all something funny right man and, and we gonna move on from this um so I did my, my annual performance review and uh, my boss delivers it and he's not the one that wrote it. Somebody else wrote it and like he listed all this stuff I did and he was like, yep, so overall you've been rated successful. <laughs> right? He was like, what are your thoughts about that? I said, man, that's a whole lot that I did just to be rated successful. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. And now I'm just sitting there looking at him like, all right, but what are we doing? Exactly. How are you going to fix this? Right. Yeah. How are you going to fix it? What are you going to do? What are we doing? Anyway, listen, uh, we'll we'll close out the show later. I I don't know. Anyway, um, hey, let's do this. Fresh. Yes, sir. What you got for the people, man? The people need something. We need to bring Um, You know. I think we're angry right now. (laughs) <laughs> no, we're not angry. We, we, listen, we're talking. I'm, I'm angry. I'm not angry. Yeah, yeah I'm about to say. I can definitely is. tell. Uh, Carol and BJ is. have have definitely gone to the to the angry <laughs> side. There, there, there's been some tightening of the brow area every <laughs> once in a while up in here. But um, <laughs> you know, I decided to go a little uncharted this week. Let's uh, do it. Let's do it. I like that. Uncharted. Um. So, um, my my thing is count your blessings, not your losses. Uh, this week, well, actually, like two weeks ago, my lady decided she was going to take uh, the test, and it was kind of just out of the blue. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and take the, the vice principal test um, mm. because she had been kind of holding off on doing it, but she was like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and take the next one that they have available 
um, just to kind of see where I'm at to kind of gauge. And then I'll go ahead and, you know, kind of go from there, which ironically, the day that she said it was a Tuesday. The next test was the next day, which was a Wednesday. Um, and she still went ahead and was like, you know what, I'm gonna go ahead and do it. Went ahead and did it. Um, it's three sections. She passed one section um, and then found out the other two sections. She was like no more than 15, 20 points away from um passing those sections as well and so it was with no study and xyz but she kind of hit me up like oh i can't believe you know if i would have been within 10 points i could have you know had something that would have you know i could have potentially went ahead and you know got that one counted too but i'm like man count your blessings and not your losses right you you did not study for this test a you passed one of the three sections and then you also saw that wow Without studying, I'm, I'm right there on being able to, to finalize these other two sections. Be excited for that instead of being like, oh, man, I can't believe that I didn't get those other, you know, those points to go ahead and get that other two. So apply that to life everywhere where be more concerned about the good things that you got going on and less focused on the bad things. The more that you can, um, you know, my, one of my favorite words, more that you can resonate that that positive energy, harness it and, and, and keep it rotating the more of it that you can get as opposed to sitting there being focused on what you don't have and, and keep on not having. So there it is. Count your blessings, not your losses. Going to be on a t-shirt soon. Where? MyCoolTshirts.com. Believe that. It's fresh innovation. Well, I wish I would have known she was doing I would have told you a long time ago. Tell her, go ahead and do that. <laughs> Big facts. That's my advice for anybody out there for that test specifically, but that's another podcast. There it is. Phase on. What's on the corner? Yo, I realized that everybody needs someone that they can receive a call from and it's just conversation and there's no want or need from it. Um, so many of us have become the data dumpy where everyone is just coming at you and it's just dumping data at you, dumping it at you, but no one's, you have no one to just be able to talk to without a need or a want. Um, so find that person. Go out there and see who the person is. That if you're the person that's going to call, make somebody else a day just to be like, hey, how are you? Good. Didn't want anything. I'm out. Um, that feels so much better than knowing that phone call is going to be something crazy where you're like kind of, oh, well, let's see what happens and what's the need for it. So I, I challenge everybody out there to figure out who's your dead dumper. And maybe you limit that person who's calling you and just giving you all their problems because those problems weigh you down. Lower those calls. Miss a call here or there. That's that's okay. It's fine. But find a person you can talk to that's bringing you positive things. We're supposed to talk about you for a couple minutes, and then you got it done. You got to cut some of that loose because that that weight, those bags, they weigh you down. Um, and you may not see it immediately, but over time, slowly but surely, it weighs you down. You know what? N normally we don't do this. But uh, BJ, I got I got a feeling that you got something for the people this week, and I'm gonna put you on the spot because because I see it in your forehead. Um, <laughs> I mean, it goes Ian hit it right on the head. Count your blessings, not your losses. Um, we're all experiencing many different things right now. It may be with work, it may be personal relationships, it may be uh, family, whatever's going on in the household. Again, know that if you're moving and you're moving forward, baby steps, large steps, whatever, forward progress is forward progress. Um, stop using the measure stick of everybody else to determine where you're at. Like, seriously, people posting things about 
they've started this business or they're doing that. That's great. And everybody, I, I'm all for promoting everybody needs to move forward. Um, but one of the biggest things I hear a lot of parents right now just feeling frustrated um, with kids with school. Just know that if you're getting up, they're attending school, they're doing stuff right, keep pushing. Um, because nobody has this figured out yet. And don't let the school, the school system, the, the news, whatever tell you that you're failing or you're doing this, whatever, because I hear a lot of that coming down from parents. They feel like they're getting the shoulder in the stick and they're not doing it. Trust me, it's a pandemic. Nobody knows what the hell is going on. Nobody knows what it's going to look like in the upcoming weeks or month. Keep pushing forward. We're going to figure this out on the back end. Um, the whole system, this is a reflection of my opinion. We need to reform this system of thinking about what a school year actually is and talk about the student progress, how they're progressing with the material they need to learn. To get a August to, to June date, that doesn't mean anything. If your kid is struggling right now, it's okay. We're gonna get help. And they deserve to get whatever help is provided by the district and the school. We're gonna push forward and we're gonna make something happen. Like, look, we gotta make some change. Stop making people feel bad, bad for all this other stuff that's going on. I told y'all he had something. I told y'all. I knew it. I knew it. I could feel it. So you let me see that let vein me. on his forehead pulsating like that. I normally, I normally have something regardless. It just don't have to come out. So. <laughs> oh, okay. So you normally have something? No problem. Noted. No, right. Right. I just Noted. said that out loud. Right. Noted. Right. Okay, we got Check. you. That's all we needed to hear. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, just want to remind you, please, please like, subscribe, comment, um, share. share with a friend. Share with Two a friend, three. absolutely. Dude, share share with a family. Share with many people. Yeah. So yes. Put it on, listen, when you share it, put it somewhere where people can see it. If you're going to share it, you're on Facebook, drop it, drop it there. If you're on Instagram, share with people there. Like the word of mouth, hey, it's a great podcast. Is is great, and we appreciate that. But we need some some steps. share with access. Share, share with, with access. access. Thank you. That's what we need to do. do. Um, yo, we're here. We want to support. We need you guys support to keep us going. So uh, please share. Absolutely. Check out the website too. Thirstyforpodcast.com. Yes, check the website. And to leave you all this week. First of all, I want to talk to my brothers for a second. Um, brothers, if you out there, listen, I don't know if this is a fad. I don't know if it's just another money-making plot, but definitely, look, when they talk about Black men and mental health, I think it's a real situation out there that is not getting enough attention. It's definitely something, and that's that's somebody we really need to get on here. Can we get a, a, a mental health professional on here that can speak about it from a black male perspective? That would be awesome. Um, but wasn't that kind and, of purposes? Yep. Can we can can we definitely look? I, I think our time to be um, silent is over. Our, our time to just suffer in silence is over. Uh, if we're going to get to the next level of what we are, we need to speak up. We need to speak our truth. We need to reveal our identity. Um, going on to the next phase of, of, of what we've been talking about. So it's funny. I'm going to remix this T-shirt right now, Fresh. I'm going to remix this T-shirt. Um, we talked about count your blessings and not your losses. What I would say is 
Don't focus on the on the losses. Count your ability to bless. Because nobody else is keeping count and nobody else is giving you the value. So count your ability to bless and then go out there and, and, and find the platform or the space that will allow you to bless those that need to be blessed with what you have. Uh, don't feel like you have to sit there and settle and be confined by what we think is going to allow us to be comfortable or what is going to let others say that, yeah, we're doing good. No, nobody can define for you what doing good is for you. You need to go out there and figure out what doing good is for you and then go out there and go be better than even good. Go go find your best um, and don't let anybody dictate that to you or suppress you. Uh, go out there, count your ability and put your abilities out there. That's our show this week from the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. And we will see you all next week. Amazing. 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 Amazing.